The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hey everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. You're listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Special Wednesday edition. It sure is, because we're complete dumbasses and we screwed up Mondays so bad that we couldn't even release it to the masses. I screwed it up pretty bad. (laughs) I think it was entirely my fault. It was it was a hard story to tell. So if you've listened yeah. to it, we sent it straight to Patreon. So um, yeah, if you listen to it and you could even half understand what happened, then I guess more power we were successful yeah. a little. Yeah, right. It was a weird story, but there's some good bits. So welcome. Thanks yeah. for listening. This is um, a comedy true crime podcast where we watch shows and make fun of them and the idiots and the idiot husbands who kill their wives. Absolutely. And our episode today is a little different just because we're doing a Wednesday, just because we fucked up so bad. We really do. We have a wife that is unfortunately killed and it's not by the husband, but the husband did something that created the death. death. Yeah. And it's not his fault. No. But it's kind of his fault and not his fault at all at the it's same time. H- it was his fault for be- wearing those glasses. Well, absolutely. And his yeah. fault for the suits and yeah. stuff he's and the wearing. Suits. So that was his fault. Um, other than that, it's not his fault. No. But something he no. did. The poor man lost it. his wife. Yeah. Yes. So it is not his fault, but something he did mm-hmm. that. He, I'm sure he was correct in doing. Yeah. Um, it just, psychos are out there. And you don't know when you're wrong. came out all wrong. Yeah. Um, so we usually will give a glitter in the shitter. We're going to give our same <laughs> glitter in the shitter that our Patreons. Now, if you've listened to our episode, we just put on to Patreon. But if you're not a Patreon, we're not mad at you. No. We're just going to give, we're going to let you in on our little secret. So um, life is shitty although it is looking up here in minnesota because the sun. weather is turning we've right. seen the sun several days in a row we've been able to take our jackets off i know that's huge i've worn sandals a I few know. times so it's getting it's getting better where we can live not in our homes right we can yeah we can breathe the fresh air uh so Things are getting better, but what got you through last week, Sarah? What did I say? Um, oh my God, I we said, just did this two nights ago. I liked a soap. <laughs> <laughs> now, I rarely shower mm-hmm. once. I just say once a year is all right. she needs. Right. And when I do, I'm picky about my soap, <laughs> I guess. Um. People have seen it. It's in Target. It's everywhere now. But pure Castile soap looks like it has like a fancy label, but it doesn't really. And they're in bars. They're in little tiny yeah. bottles and or big, huge ones. 
and they're like little hemp. tiny or big huge ones yes yeah. as we as everything is yeah um they're hemp soap in this flavor or this scent is citrus and it smells so good and i've had lavender that smells good too and rose smells great um they just clean things really well and I, like i said on the patreon i use them to clean makeup brushes they do a great mm. job of getting them squeaky clean and getting all these oils off. And then it smells really great too. So it is called Pure, Pure Castile Soap oh, and the Citrus. I and it smells it. fantastic. Um, citrus, great. That sounds mm-hmm. awesome. I used to remember like in the 90s and 2000s when we used to tan. Right. And uh, my bestie, one of my bestest, Kelly, used to work at Planet beach or whatever it was called it was like a tanning salon so she gave me the stuff that's you know you put it on before you tan because it's supposed to make you like accelerator yeah accelerator and um i put it on and literally in a half an hour after i went tanning i had just a full body rash now i know you're going to say you always fucking have a rash, yeah. Megan. What's new? But this was prior to my perimenopause yes. slash menopause rashes. And so this was odd. And it was because I figured out, like, I don't know, a few years later that I think it's from hemp. Oh. I think that I have, allergic? like, a some sort of allergies. Because remember when everyone used to wear those hemp necklaces, too? Oh. Um, I could never wear them because my neck would get really red and itchy. So I couldn't wear like the hmm. puka, puka, yeah. puka, whatever puka shell they or whatever they yeah. are. And I don't know if it's if that is even a real thing, but I've always been apprehensive about that kind of stuff. Oh, you don't want to. Because I yes. thought I would get break a out. worse yes. rash than I already Oh my do goodness. Have. Then don't ever try it. It smells good though. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad for it. Um, my glitter in the shitter, I, we've talked about my love of mascara before. It's like, I, I can't live without it. It's the one makeup. I literally put it on every day. I will not leave my home without mascara. Right. And no one needs to wear makeup. You be you. Everyone is beautiful without it. But if you do want to think of, if you want to think of the viewer, if you want (laughs) to think of the viewer, people that have to see your face. Yeah. And you just, if you don't care, really, you don't have to do anything. But a little mascara and just a little maybe pinch of the cheeks is all someone needs just to look a little bit more put together. So it's important. I agree. And so I just love mascara. And so I've always, my whole life, have been looking for the perfect mascara. And I think I've used this as my glitter in the shitter before, but I really love the It Superhero Mm -hmm. Mascara. Um, but I just didn't love the way that it was just made my eyelashes really stiff. And so if I rubbed it or anything, it just would flake off because it was like so stiff. My eyelashes were like little pins. Um, so my sister-in-law, Jill found this mascara. She got this mascara in her fit fab fun box. And she was like, Megan, I think this is it. I swear to God, I think this is it. And so I bought it and I think she might be right. Oh, so this my glitter in the shitter this week is the honest mascara. There are two uh, types of this mascara. 
I bought because, like I said, I need mascara um, to even leave my home. I bought the Extreme Volume Mascara, It was, and it has a bold lash primer. The other kind is just a regular, but both of them have primer on the end. So on one side, you put your oh. primer on, and then the other side is the mascara. So the brush that I have, the Extreme Volume, is like a really full brush. I love it. It's like the kind of brush I like. I don't love those like little plastic ones yeah. with the... I. Some people love those. I yes. just don't prefer that. So the Honest has like this has a really good brush, and honestly, like my lashes are soft. Oh, and I think they look really fucking good. They do. And if I'm going to hang my hat on anything nice about my body, I'm going to go with my eyelashes. They are fantastic, and they'll never let me down. No, unless they fucking fall out. And no, or you know. You set them on fire or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> and just, oh, my eyelashes were singed off in the blaze. Um, speaking of singed, we were just talking about another thing that got us through this week as we were listening to the Dateline podcast. I know. You guys, the, I mean, now there's been like three since it, but it was, it's called Along Came Sarah. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was all about you. Yeah. And what a crazy, you're a crazy bitch. This dumb bitch named Sarah is a dumb bitch. She literally wreaked havoc. Oh my God, this woman just destroyed everything and then would just tell the police, I didn't do it. And they were going, oh. And you're like, (laughs) we'll be on your way, madam. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't. Please, madam, continue about your day. I didn't do that. Um, There you are. Yeah. Everyone saw she, you do it. I didn't do it though. Fifty fires, and still they didn't put it together. Like every person that she divorces or breaks up with, their house starts on fire. Well, it can't possibly be her. She said she didn't do it. What is the common denominator? I, I don't know how people are so goddamn dumb. And Keith knew right. Like Keith was like, "Fuck her!" Right away. And then she was on Christian Mingle, and he oh, laughed. Yeah, she, he, was he like, laughed what? so hard. Christian Mingle. Yeah. She texted us that she didn't do it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, she go. kept texting. Oh, just oh my it God. makes you mad because so many people just do. I just, how do some people get away literally with murder all the goddamn time? It's a puzzler. It's just so unfair. And I know life isn't fair. And I know not to even put any effort into that because it will never be fair. But I still do. But and literally, remember when I was late to school and there was no place else to park so I literally just parked in a spot that wasn't really a spot but it was on the end and yep. it wasn't bothering anyone yep. and I walked into school and started my day and then the police liaison officer yes. at our school who's supposed to be there for the children yeah. came and said uh, the principal saw your car parked where it's not in a um, parking spot so you need to move it and I was like Right now, because I I'm I have kids in the deodorant factory. People park in that spot all the time now. But I, yep, got caught. Yes, for that I know. And this bitch Sarah started houses and on killed fire people, and shot people, and she just went. I, I didn't do it, and got away with that it. That weren't me. I can't, I can't. believe it. No. Reach for the wine. 
Um, so if you haven't listened to that, if you're not, if you don't listen to the Dateline podcast, it's oh, great. you'll just be furious. Yeah, and you will just go what, and then you'll just keep screaming. Well, she harassed that other woman early on for like a year, oh and the God. woman she, kept trying to get help, and they did jack shit she for her. Was so wicked. Oh, oh, I meant to work out after this, but I guess I'm not after two lines. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, so that's good. That. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. The Dateline pod. The Dateline, I mean, that's what brought us all here. It, today. it really is. That's what True brought crime. us here together yeah, today. Um, well, we do have some new patrons, and I said their name and the other one. So they actually let's, listened to the patrons and heard their let's name. Let's recognize these But bitches. we'll recognize yeah. them again. We have Jennifer Miller. Thank you, Jennifer. Jennifer. And Megan Zeeland. Oh, yeah, Megan. We have matching names. Meredith Adams. Mare Bear. Did you know she was married to our second president, John Adams and <laughs> John Quincy Adams? I did. Both of them. She was double Adams. Wow. And Gomez Adams. Congrats. <laughs> so she only marries Adams. That one had two Ds. Oh, yes. <laughs> She switched it up on yeah. us. Congrats. And Kayla Meester. Kayla. Yes. I don't have Kayla. I don't have a n- nickname for you, but I'll I know. sing you that song. Um, Should we do a Facebook funny or should we get into it? Well, yeah, I just really want to talk about All my right. Facebook funny if you did, because I talked about it and it was hilarious. Um, I loved Beth. Um, Birch Polkrebeck posted this and I sent it to my husband and he literally hates everything about me mm-hmm. and anything that I sent him and he hates everything to do with this podcast but yep. he hysterically laughed when I sent it to him so this is what it was it was the little um, like the meme that said me one time I farted so long, I was surprised that my butt didn't have to stop and catch its breath. <laughs> and then it says, interviewer. And a weakness? <laughs> <laughs> you got the job. Oh, that's a good one. You're hired. Oh. I should use this when I teach, when I don't teach. But when I talk to the deodorants yeah. about wearing deodorant and trying it, I should also talk about mm-hmm. when it, we're writing resumes for to write about new your farting adventures. Yeah, I should say this is something you should talk yes. about in your elevator pitch. Always, always mention your farting. So funny. Yeah, yeah. He loved it. He died. He was like doubled over at the kitchen counter forever. And I thought, oh my god. Oh, you made him smile. I reached him. Yeah, we're back together. Oh, great. Mm. I mean, not that we're apart, but... You're apart in your fart. <laughs> Sometimes it feels... Yeah, and now you're together distant. in your fart. Yeah. Oh, my. He's quite a talented farter, too. <laughs> That's what he does. He He's does so it. fucking gross. Um, well, mine was a co-deodorant worker with us. Oh, my God. This today. one was hysterical, too. I saw her today in a terrible meeting that we had. A oh shit show a, inside of a shit show surrounded by shit show. There's a lot of shit shows going on oh. at the factory. Um, well, Happy this, teacher appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> this fine young woman 
who's a fine woman and a smart woman and has dignity. A mother, a wife. Yeah. A deodorant factory employee. She lists the only fault she has is she listens to our podcast. That's it. And she's in our Facebook group and comments. That's her only And so what did Amazon's uh, algorithm send her and figured that she would need to buy immediately from Amazon that they sent her even the ad with pictures cum towels <laughs> that literally say cum towel on them like they're not just towels they literally say cum towel yeah and these are for the rich because yes. well they were embroidered they don't use socks they don't no. use dirty t-shirts no these fucking have, assholes need a cum towel. Yeah, they have it an embroidered like at a hotel. That's that's insane. So this poor dignified woman has cum towels being sent to her where people maybe could use her computer or look at her phone and there's Amazon just sending her every ad of cum towels. How embarrassing. I didn't even know that was a thing that you could Nor buy at Amazon embroidered cum towels and they were sent to her because... I'm sure she's listened to this filth. Yes. Oh, my God. I just died. And then somebody else got that thing that you put on your well, body. That butt, that and your butt, butt was hanging out. Yeah. And we all got the vibrator. Yeah. I mean, I, we're, we're sorry. Gross. I know. If it's this all is your first butt. time listening, get ready. Yeah. Your AI is going to send you a bunch of foul Your crap. Amazon is going to get fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so we watched... A forensic files. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. Yes. Called the stakeout. And again, the husband doesn't do the crime. In fact, the husband is innocent. But he had a, he played a hand in it anyway. And the main reason we picked the episode is the name of the husband. We couldn't let it go. Just couldn't not do this one. Once the name of the husband was revealed, we had to get her done Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. this is a year 1988 a lovely year this is a great year um it is the year that magnum pi finally ended though oh sad year for tv moms moms watching tv they the incredible hulk tv show did have like a cbs or whatever night movie um the incredible hulk returns where he was with Thor. Who and played Thor? Some random dork in a really horrible Thor outfit. But I thought this is the beginning of if they only knew that Marvel would make right? such money. They just And I'm sure the ball. this was like cheesy and oh, horrible. Oh, it was horrific. Yeah. If you want to see something horrifying, watch The Incredible Hulk Returns where Thor comes into play and you will die. Now thinking of current thor in marvel what a hunk oh um the energizer energizer bunny commercials were born and don't we love those do we all remember remember brian boitano who stole our hearts in calgary and then came out to the world yes and we said oh and we said we're not surprised i still don't understand how people can be devastated by that i don't understand it all. and why like it was they like want to marry richard simmons richard simmons doesn't want to marry you oh, no he neither does, does brian not. boitano no what he are you doesn't want to marry you what are you missing they're missing a wang <laughs> first off <laughs> that's not gonna get her done they're not 
picking up. Um, movies such as They Live. This is a movie what you never that? saw, but it was no. Rowdy Roddy Piper was in it. <laughs> and if you wore a special pair of sunglasses, you could see that aliens had come to Earth. And if you wore the special sunglasses, you could see there you could see behind the the facade of a human face you could see their alien face underneath and he's trying to save the world from these aliens rowdy roddy piper yes i believe that was him i didn't i I didn't know that he did film excellent film wow excellent film Mm -hmm. um i believe he was on that one theater show with that one dick that asks what would god say to you if he went to james What's his name? Lipton. James Lipton. <laughs> he Robert was. I'm was sure it. he was. Um, inside yes. the actor's studio. <laughs> he was inside the actor's studio. Roddy Roddy Piper. I know he was. Um, also, <laughs> he was. <laughs> it's like Kenneth Branagh, yeah. Rowdy Roddy yes. Piper. <laughs> and Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> And we also got such winners as Rambo 3. <laughs> no. Um, but there are great movies like Naked Gun and Great Outdoors oh, that I've seen 400 million good. times. Yep. Beetlejuice. Oh, that's amazing. Um, Young Guns that I watched 500 oh, times. Oh, yes. And then A Dingo Ate My Baby, A Cry in the Dark with Meryl Streep. I did not see that. I never saw that one. But remember she had the she played the woman who had, like, it was forever long they thought she murdered her baby, but a dingo ate her baby. <laughs> what? Yeah. They were camping. Why am I laughing about that? I know. And she had to go to court and everything. And she had like a bob. Uh, she had like a mole from the Three Stooge, Stooges haircut. And that's why people like didn't like her because she. Like, they didn't Mar- like her hair? Because she just looked odd. And so they didn't believe her that a dingo ate her baby. Well, the, you should never go camping with I your know. baby. You should never go camping. No, period. period. Let's be real. Um, Shark Week also was born in 88. That's how long it's been around. That's like the time of your life. I didn't go to any of those mo- movies. Of course you didn't. Well, the great outdoors I've seen. That's Is that where one. he eats the steak? Yeah, the 96er. Yeah. Yep. But the rest of them, no. Uh, you know what we were dancing to? No. George Michael. Oh, George. Faith came out? Yes. Oh. I fucking love him. I know. That was a sad day. Do you know that I have like these people that I put on a pedestal, right? That I'm just obsessed with. So I have like my boys to men. I have my Kenny Loggins. Yeah. George Michael is probably my third. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I still listen to him. Like, I have, you know, the George Michael yeah. Essentials, and I just fucking played all that. And I told you guys about that Christmas movie where it's all his yes. music and how much I loved it and called Last Christmas. I- I'm obsessed. So that was, <clears throat> and Faith isn't even my favorite song of his, but I do love him. Um, In Excess, I Need You Tonight. Oh, yeah. When did Michael Hutchins die? I thought it was. Was Before it like that? Right now, around I don't these know. times, um, George Harrison, a Beatles comeback. I got my mindset on you. Yep, remember that one? I do. And we were all getting rickrolled with "Never Gonna Give You oh, yeah. Up," "Never Gonna Let You Down." There, 
were also a lot of hair bands. So our oh, friend Mel B was living her best life. Sweet Child of Mine was the number five Ooh. song. Uh there was also poison had to be in white there. snake. White is snake. this love yep. that I'm feeling? Cheap trick had the flame. Oh my! Yep. Do you feel the same or the flame or whatever it was? Uh. And then there was a lot of Richard Marks, who is probably my fourth. Oh, Richard Marks. Yeah, I have Wanye. Yeah. I have Kenny. I have George. And I have Richard. Oh, he would like hearing that, I think. You should write him a letter. Richard would? Yeah. yeah. Hold on to the nights. Yeah, what a song? year. That was a good year. Hold on to... And Angel from Aerosmith. Oh, that's... I went to an Aerosmith concert and it was amazing. That's... I love that song. They're going on tour again. one of my again. favorites. Um, Aren't they 110. Oh, look, Debbie Gibson and Tiffany oh, those were two. on the charts, too. You out of the blue. Uh, Tiffany yeah. and Cassie and I went to see the real Tiffany. Yeah, that's when you said she was. She was awful. She sang two songs and then she left. She had to be somewhere. And it was freezing fucking cold. And we went out just for that. What a dumb, dumb woman. But all we wanted to hear was her singing. What is the song she sings? I think we're alone yeah. now. Yeah. That's all Tiffany. We Fuck you, uh, Tiffany. Ooh, remember the song Red, 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 Red Wine? I can't do it. I hate it. I hate all those <gasps> songs like that. You do? Yep. I hate it. I can't do it. And I hate it. Everything about it, I hate. She's like the wind. Oh, Patty. What's... Is this one Dirty Dancing came yeah. out in 88? Well, I must have, but it wasn't you on the list. You didn't talk it must about have been 87. it. Oh, okay. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear about right. this man. We're going to go all the way to 1988. I don't know. Where where were they located? I don't know. Do you remember? Um, nope. I don't know if they <clears throat> ever said, but maybe they did. Just somewhere in America. Um, We're going to go to hold on to the night yep okay we're going to the wiener house no and i know that wiener can be a last name wiener no. can be a last name but you might get a little chuckles when you say your last name is wiener and in, <laughs> in it is spelled wiener but they did pronounce it whiner in this forensic files that's not and right. i said that's not at all correct and Mm-mm. you're just saying wiener i mean whiner so you don't have to say wiener and right away we're at a thursday june 18th and mrs wiener sally wiener gets a call mm-hmm. and it's some guy on the other end that says congratulations sally your husband harry wiener <laughs> Now, come on. When you are a wiener giving birth to a boy wiener, you don't name him Harry. You sure don't. And he's probably like, what, 35 or something in 88. So, I mean, they knew Harry Wiener was a joke in like the 50s or whatever when he was born or 40s. Just ridiculous. They named their son Harry Wiener. Like, why would you do it? I mean, you're not naming them like, like 
Crooked Oscar Wiener. Oscar Meyer. I mean, that would be better Wiener? than Harry Wiener. Crooked Wiener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Tiny Wiener. Yeah, Shorty Wiener. Wide Wiener. No, you don't name anybody Harry Wiener. And if your name is Pop Harry Wiener, Wiener. Yeah. <laughs> Long, skinny Wiener. Micro. Micro penis Wiener. Wiener. What do you do with the name Harry Wiener? Because you can't be Harold because then people take a step a minute and then it just comes a minute later when they realize, oh, you're Harry Wiener. You change your name to yeah. Tim. <laughs> you don't be a Harry. I Harry Wiener. Remember, wasn't that guy who was married to like that really smart lawyer a Wiener? I feel like we've had another Wiener, but no, I don't know. I don't think the we gu- had a Wiener. The guy who like was a politician in New York and wasn't his name oh, like yeah. Anthony Wiener? Anthony Wiener is a real, yeah, a real guy. Wiener. Yeah, he showed he, his wiener all the and time. And he was a real wiener. Yeah. yeah. And, and he always he showed his wiener. Married to this like amazing yes. lawyer woman. She just was like, God, How what did I do? How embarrassing. Well, Harry Wiener, according to this phone call to Sally Wiener, and as Megan pointed out, it's also Harry and Sally, as in Harry like met Sally. Like when Harry met yeah. Sally. What is Wieners. happening with this couple? He said, Harry Wiener was chosen as Dick of the Year. No, <laughs> bank, as Man of the Year from Corey Magazine, whatever the hell that was. I don't know what it was. Man of the Year. Um, and Sally's like, oh, fun. And the guy says... This is now a surprise. Please do not tell Harry Wiener that he won Dick of the Year. But meet me tomorrow at an undisclosed location and we'll plan the surprise together. And she says, well, that sounds super. She's Sally is excited and supportive. Yeah. When she should have said, this is suspicious. Man of the um, year. I don't know what Corey Magazine is. We've all and know that my, doesn't And exist. he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and she should have hung up on him. But she did not. And it changed. That's sad. It, I wish she would have. Me too. So the next day, a Friday, Harry Weiner is working at his bank. And keeping all that he's money in there. Yeah. He's a banker Weiner. Mm-hmm. He gets a call at the bank. And it, a tape recording plays when he says Hello. And they can tell it's a tape recording because it sounds like the shit. person. Well, yeah. And the person talking is not responding to questions like they're just talking. Uh. And it's Sally. And Sally is crying and st- saying, Harry Weiner, I've been kidnapped. And he's trying to say, what? You know, stop. Hold on. But she just kind of keeps talking on the tape. Um, and here's where we see the D.A., a real the real def- uh, or not D.A. or district attorney. Um. Yeah, Russ, and his name's Rusty, Rusty Cunningham. Rusty Cunningham. It's like Richie's little brother. Yes. Oh. Richie and Rusty, and yeah. what was the sister's name? Joni. Joni. Yeah. Um. So he's saying, Sally's also saying on the tape that they know has been pre-recorded. Come with money or they're going to cut off my hands. Yeah. You know, and she was all terrified and scared. And she said, there is a bag under the seat in our car. Harry needed to get the bag and then bring it to into the bank, fill it with a shit ton of bank money, and then 
drive to a deserted bridge and wait for more instructions. So Harry Weiner is very upset by this. Um, and he calls the police and the FBI, even though he was instructed not to. He well, immediately does. Who is of course. not going to? I mean, of course you are. This whole thing is so f- dumb. Well, yeah. And he's just like, what the hell? And who kidnaps my 40-year-old wife? Yeah. Um, police tell Harry, all right, come to the police station, but drive to the back behind in the alley. And so he does. That's more secretive. Yeah. They'll yeah. never know that. They'll never what? notice you drove into the alley, alley of the police department. Right. And then this police officer comes out with a huge shotgun and gets in the back seat and just ducks. Well, okay. But I mean, if he walks up to the car, he can see you in there ducking, right? Um, you would think so, yeah. Um, so anyway, Harry's like, okay. Um, and Harry Weiner, I mean, it wasn't his portrayal. Mm. reenactor on forensic files was i mean if you had to rank him on a one to ten i mean i don't know if there's a big enough negative number (laughs) i was gonna say a one right and then they put him in a suit for andre the giant Mm. and he looks like just a very shorter um kind of a portlier gentleman and he has hot glasses the glasses are the hottest thing i've ever seen but they're not but he's not no. a serial killer, but he's wearing hot glasses. And then he has like a five o'clock shadow, but it's only patchwork. He can't grow a folly. And then he looked kind of like he had hardy boy hair, like I do. So, I mean, the yeah. poor oh, man yeah, you do. was very um, unfortunate. So he gets to the bridge and we see a reenactment. Harry's at this bridge and he's just panicking and he's got the police officer in the back he doesn't know and he's scared too he doesn't know if there's going to be some guy there just shooting him to shit right and he doesn't know if his wife's there or if what condition his wife might be in he gets out of the car they show him on the reenactment this is where you see his poorly 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 tailored suit and this Um, is the real footage no oh this is the fake footage okay the real footage he had an ugly suit but it was 88 and it looked tailored well Okay. Um, but he also, the real Harry, Harry Weiner had hot glasses, the serial killer yeah, glasses Yeah, that's what too. I'm saying. But Harry Weiner's reenactment had also, also terrible yeah. glasses in a patchy five o'clock shadow. He was trying to be like um, Sonny Crockett, but he was just Sonny piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the reenactor had a much larger belly. Yes, he was. Than, a, yeah. I felt bad for the real Harry. Oh yeah, he was not portrayed well. I mean, the real Harry wasn't a looker, but this guy. No, come on, do better. And the real Harry, he needs to be thrown a bone here. Yeah, he so the, d- yeah, <laughs> he does. He deserves it. He deserves yeah. better. I agree. Um, Harry is just <coughs> sorry. I'll cut that out. He's nervously. <laughs> no, <pacing>. you won't. <laughs> they show the police officer in the back, still hiding with the gun, and. They're listening to footsteps and they're trying to be real quiet and hear if someone's going to just come crunching along in the leaves or on the bridge. And they're just freaking out, scary, not knowing if someone's going to come and just blast them. Mm-hmm. That's what the FBI officer said. They're just waiting for like a sniper to just take them, right. take Harry, Harry Weiner out. Several hours go by and then a car drives up behind them and it's the FBI officers just and they tell Harry like okay i, I don't know just go home well 
call you if something else happens. So he's completely frustrated and confused and terrified for his wife. Right. And I'm sure, it's like, so what scary. in the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, and so he goes home. At sunrise, because now this is dark, the FBI comes back to that same spot and they do this search grid. Again, yeah. And they did or have, a grid search. Yeah, that's a what grid they called search. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they showed some real footage here and it looked like there were some handsome FBI agents in some tight white shirts. Nice. And I saw a glimpse, so I'm not sure if they were quite handsome, but I thought, oh. The, the actors were handsome? No, the real oh, the FBI reals. agents. And that oh, never happens. God. Um, then they find under the bridge, which Harry Weiner did not see because he his was hot pacing. glasses yeah his glasses were shit and yeah he was all nervous mm-hmm. he did not see a second ransom note it had a little sign and some crepe so paper it, no he and no one really would have noticed it was it. like they put a note in a page protector yeah and then put it on a rod and put like a little white Crate paper flag. Yeah, like it's having a birthday party, right. but and the not. rod was like a filing cabinet rod. Yeah. And Harry missed it the night before. The note was telling Harry to go to another spot. Just like the movies and just like you know, every But this was like real life. I can't I know. believe someone I just, really had the balls to do this. I can't. So Harry Weiner and the FBI go to the second spot and it's another note with more mm-hmm. crepe paper, more filing cabinet rods. And it's telling Harry Weiner to go to fi- the final spot, which is an abandoned farmhouse. Right. And now at this point, 18 hours has passed since Sally Weiner has been kidnapped. Um, the FBI's and police that are interviewed say Sally Weiner and Harry Weiner had no Weiner enemies. Everybody <laughs> loved the Weiners. Of and course yeah, they did. They loved everything about the wieners. Their look. Perfect. Their, their size. Scent. <laughs> their size. <laughs> the way they moved. Yes. Everything about these wieners was fantastic. It sure was. Police <laughs> spotted Sally Wiener's car near a church in the parking lot. And the windows were up. The doors were locked. They said mm-hmm. there's no sign of a struggle. It was very confusing. Mm. That Saturday, not a word at all from the kidnappers. Not saying, where's my money? You missed the fucking notes. You know what? Like, meet me again here. Sunday, Sally Weiner's body is discovered on a man's farm. Not too far out of town. Sally Um, Rip. Yes. And they noticed she was shot in the back of the head. No. And this is something that I had never heard of before, but the killer used glazer bullets. They look uh, like is bullets. Like a donut? I don't a glazer or glazer bullets, but they look like bullets, but inside is like like shotgun pellets, but they're in a bullet. And so you, they could not determine the caliber of gun used with glazer Ooh. bullets because I think they're like in a glass. I don't know. Somehow, I'm but she, it up. she was I'm sprayed it up. with these 
pebbles that pretty much just laser safety destroyed her brain upon contact oh no um, so at least it was quick i hope she just never even knew or whatever who um, makes up bullets like the who i don't, I don't know what they're for and what they would be used for i don't know the fbi analyzed these ransom notes and realized they were typed on a computer word processor so if you just you just had like the word processor that wasn't a real computer but sometimes you did have the like commodore 64 that could kind of type stuff the police a police officer then just fucking randomly i think it was saturday tells the fbi that he was just walking on patrol near harry wiener's bank and there's a bookstore like two stores down right next to the bank and he's looking in the bookstore window He, he was well read because people read books in the 80s um because they didn't have, you know, TikTok. Internets, yeah. And there's a piece of typing paper taped to the window, and it's all the newspaper brands they carry. And the police officer's looking at it, and he sees a little pattern, like a little, like it says, hey, we carry these these newspapers. And then under it was like a lovely like design line, and then it had the names of the newspapers. Well, it looks like this line of design, it's like an asterisk, and then a greater than less than sign, asterisk, greater than less than sign, asterisk, greater mm-hmm. than less. So it's like a piss poor version of making of a, a nice border. little banner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the police officer, I don't know how this man, this for a man sure, to notice this. Yeah. He sure had an eye. He must have been touched by Jesus. Because <laughs> this is an act of jazz. For sure. <laughs> Jesus stepped in. He doesn't step in a whole lot. He does. But he stepped in for Harry Weiner and Sally Weiner. And he yeah. said, you know what? They've had enough. Jesus, take the Jesus wheel. came and told this police officer and whispered in his ear, hey, bitch, you've seen this border <laughs> before. Just remember where you've seen it, bitch. Identify this And this border. guy goes, ding. I saw it fucking today or yesterday on the ransom notes. The he same border. A vision like a prophet. Yes. And he goes right into the store and is like, who put that fucking sign with the great ass border on the window? And a douchebag there goes, I did. And his name is David Copenhafer. No. David. David. Copenhafer. Why are you using the border on a ransom note and an advertisement? He just loved fanciful David, borders. Why? <laughs> and why? his love for fanciful borders got him in hot water. Why are you using the asterisk yes. and the greater than less than? I know. You should have really spiced it up, Copenhafer. <laughs> um, we learned that David Copenhafer yeah. is a friend of the Wiener family. Oh, David. In fact, they knew each other way quite well because they went to the same church and they always sat like pews one in front of the other pew wow their family um so they say right then um you have like a border on your thing and the same borders on a ransom note um sally wiener's been kidnapped and murdered did you do it you know they ask they're just like right. right there and he of course denies it he said no and so the FBI and police say, well, you know what? Since you are a fan of fanciful borders, we're going to take your computers. And this is where they have a real video 
and they show these police and FBI, they are carrying his two computers, but each computer takes up like, like an enormous dining room table. It weighs 10,000 so pounds. It's like a dynasty dining room table where they can have all members at a part, a cocktail party. And they have to speak through a speaker from yes. one end to the it's other. It's such a big table yeah. to carry just one computer and all of its, mm-hmm. like the, the floppy desk, and the, the, yeah. all that shit. So they're carrying it in. It takes like 40 men to carry in the computers of the time. And they look through all the computers. They get nothing from the computers and they're very disappointed um next they decide we need to figure out when sally was killed so they go to a forensic bug guy um i forget what a bug entomologist yeah the guy on csi wasn't that yeah or wasn't something, I mean, he that the guy who was going deaf in the I don't first know. very first csi oh yeah okay wasn't he a bug person i don't know i'm gonna look it up um but he saw that there were larvae Jesus, I hate larvae. On the body. And it was blowfly. Blowfly. What? A fly that likes to give beads. A blowfly. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a handy fly. It took me like one second. It was a blowfly. A blowfly. Not just a very sloppy, handy fly. Mm. They determined due to the bugs in her and the weather of the the weather of the weekend that she was killed late Friday afternoon and dumped there. That okay. is the same day she was kidnapped. They figure that she probably was not kept alive long at all. She taped her message that he played for mm-hmm. Harry Weiner and then I think she was killed Right there. Which is what they always do, which is yes. sad, but also why ransom I know. notes are just, dumb because the, you know they're already dead. Yeah. You, you just hope. Like, ho- you're there's not hope. They ever, know you have hope and you're yeah. always going to hang on to that hope. You're not ever going to get the money yeah. and not get caught, you dumbasses. Well, of course. Like, that's Especially the in today's dumb age. thing. Yeah. Um, David Copenhaver could not account for any of his time. He had no, he couldn't. There was no alibi for this time. Right. They do a background check on Copenhafer and they find <laughs> that he had just, well, within a few, within less than a year, had been turned down for a $250,000 business no- mm. loan by none other than Harry Weiner. He went to Harry Weiner's Denied. bank, asked Harry Weiner for a loan for his bookstore and harry wiener said how many books about wieners do you have at this bookstore (laughs) and (laughs) that david said said, i don't think we have any they no they said we had moby dick oh and harry said that's not the kind of dick i want to see yeah sorry and he said denied my god we're so dumb i know (laughs) okay um, but Harry Weiner couldn't give it to him. But probably he was p- losing money or pissing money away, or yeah, he had a credit right? score of three. You know, Harry Weiner just works with the numbers. Can I interject? Yeah, Gil Grissom. Oh, is the name of yes. the CSI guy, okay. and he sure was an entomologist. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I I, I like the, the first season a lot. Now? I totally remember. Mm-hmm. Um, good for you to remember that. 
Well, I looked it up. Okay. So but you I still remembered. Didn't really remember. But I mean, I remembered that yeah. he was a bug person. Yeah. Um, The prime suspect now is David Copenhafer because mm-hmm. he had a grudge against Harry Weiner denying, denying him his business loan. Mm-hmm. Um, the FBI puts David under surveillance and they notice that he takes out a big shitty bag of garbage and dumps it in his garbage and so the fbi runs and goes to get his garbage and what they find in there is a roll of crepe paper and it is the same crepe paper that was used there it is to hang the ransom notes in fact the tears matched exactly where he tore off the crepe paper Mm -hmm. to put on the stick for the ransom note matched the throwaway crepe paper roll. That's like what they do with the duct tape and stuff when they're yes. with tape when they're trying to so they did it with crepe paper? Yeah, I don't know how because I can't it's imagine wilts Cre- in two yeah. seconds. Crepe paper is dumb. Um then they find just torn up bits of paper and they say investigators painstakingly pieced together the letter mm-hmm. and then they do a reenactment and the leather letter is like torn into four huge pieces that took one second for them to put together right they're like this yeah. isn't hard um but it's a fucking ransom note duplicate so they're like holy shit the dumbass is just you know throwing all this out why didn't you just burn that but i don't know he's probably he, he's confident he wanted to recycle i guess FBI using this gets a search warrant and they look in his shed and now they find all these metal rods that match the cabinet filing cabinet metal rod that was used in the ransom notes. In fact, they go even farther and they figure out that the ransom note metal rods and Keefe Hayford's metal rods <laughs> in his shed were literally manufactured at the same time, at the same like minute, oh in the same factory. God. They're from the How? same batch. How? So the the chances of him randomly getting that are impossible. They're, I mean, the, like they're they had to be together, right? And he had the same weird glazier ammunition. That's oh, super weird. At, the police say, "Can you look at his computers to the FBI?" And they said, "Okay, we'll give it a we'll give it a try." They take two agents then take 33 days to manually look through like this data file that's all in pieces and they piece together a letter that was saved on the hard drive and it's called the plan. Oh, and this is where David, David Coffin has all the (laughs) steps to carry out Sally Weiner's kidnapping and murder. He also planned on killing Harry Weiner ah. when, um, when Harry Weiner was going to go to the first ransom stop. David was going to shoot him, ah. but David got scared because, um, Friday after he had called Harry Weiner with the tape recording, mm-hmm. and Harry Weiner was about to go on the ransom drive. A police officer, again, randomly walked into his store again um, and just said something totally random, like was literally not, was just totally random. Not hot on the case at all. Yeah. But David freaked out and thought police were onto him or something. He just got freaked out. And so he never went 
to shoot Harry Weiner at the first ransom spot. So, I mean, just because that cop random randomly walked into David's store, Harry was still alive. Right. Um, what, what the, you know, the police think happened is that Sally got the call that Harry Weiner won man of the year <laughs> and she was going to meet this random person that she didn't know who it was the next day to help, plan a surprise man of the year party yeah but when sally got there it was david and of course she knows david because they go to church together she's known david for a long time they think david had to somehow talk her into getting into his van and then overpowered her forced her to record the message killed her right away and dumped her body on the farm and then went back i know went back to a store called harry weiner at work and played the recording knowing that sally was already dead and sent him on that goose chase for the ransom notes right but he was going to kill him even at the first one so like he you know he wasn't even gonna you know and i think he did want them he was just probably going to take the money out of his car after he killed you but know, did Harry he really think Harry Weiner wasn't going to call the cops? He That's must have. Can't figure out because that spooked him. He thought I yeah. told they had him like I told him not to call the cops. Well, of course oh, he was. Of course he's going to call the cops. Um, David, since he freaked out so much, he kind of just didn't know what to say and couldn't continue on with his plan because he realized ransoms are dumb. And so he, in that 33 days, you know, they were trying to figure out all that other stuff. He never went further with Harry Weiner right. because he figured the cops are maybe watching him, which uh, they were. And he was like, oh, I already killed her. Shit. Um, I don't have any more leverage. Right. Uh, so he's arrested. He's charged with kidnapping and first degree murder. And of course, he's guilty. I think they said it. The jury was less than two hours or something. So right away. Right. And he gets life in prison. And they just showed him in video. And he's such a weird... His mannerisms are weird. Not Harry Weiner, the David. Right, David. His face is weird. Like, like something's odd. Like he's not a re- like a not a human. You know, like just mm. someone that you know. If he's been pissed off in life, he's just gone way too far in his revenge. Obviously, do you think if Rowdy Rowdy Roddy Piper would have put his special glasses on, he would have seen that David was an alien? Absolutely, a hundred percent. There, I mean, I could see his alien face through his skin. Really? It was so weird. You didn't even need the glasses. Just some people are just not human. Yeah. Just weird monsters. Yeah. And, and what a horror. What a. Sir, because you didn't get your goddamn loan, you killed this man's wife. It does. It's what is wrong with you? Why do people not? Why do they do all these horrible things to other people? Why can't you just be in society and go to Target and go to work and go home and watch a dumbass show like everybody else? (laughs) Why do you have to be such a dick all the time and murder people and kill people and get all this dumb revenge for stuff that doesn't even fucking matter? Don't you have anything to do? I'm too busy. Well, I'm not busy at all. But I don't want to spend my time on planning a murder. I would no, rather I just sit and stare right. at the wall. Right. <laughs> yeah, me too. What, where do these people get the energy? No, I don't. They don't have kids for they sure. They must not. Uh, I just don't understand why. Why are some people so goddamn weird? <laughs> 
It's just so unnecessary. And Sally Weiner did do a damn thing wrong to anybody ever. No, she didn't. And just wanted to make make her husband happy. She wanted him to be man of the year. I know. It's just so unfair. But I mean, sorry, Harry and Sally. Yeah, life was unfair to Harry Weiner when he popped out of that vag. You cannot name your child Harry Weiner. No, and do you think as Sally that you would have been like, I'm down for getting married and I'm going to take that last name? Well, I think she was like, I love you, Harry Weiner, and I'm going 100% If Jamie's last name. last name was Weiner, what would you do? I wouldn't have ever even talked to him again. <laughs> <laughs> I would have found out Weiner and I would have just turned the other way. I've been like, done. It's not going anywhere. Nope. <laughs> nope. No. She looked beyond the wiener. Yep. She it, did. She was a better person than me. And it did her in. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you, sad. David. Yeah. It's just an absolute monster. And then at, at a bookstore, don't you touch those books. Don't you dare. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve to be near oh. books. Speaking of books, we yeah. had our book club last night. We did. It was fun. It sure was. We talked about all sorts of stuff, but not the book. Not the book. Because the only dick who read the book was moi. And no, and no, Sky. Yeah, she did too. That's right. Yep. You guys, it's so fun. It's like the best people ever all getting together and just talking shit mm-hmm. and drinking wine on Zoom. Yeah. Um, so if you want to, what's our next book? The Guests. The House Guests. The House Guests. The House Guests. By very British sounding Charlotte North Edge. Yeah. And we don't know if she's British or not. I think that Shauna said she looked it up and she might be. But if you want to get it, go ahead. It has great reviews. And it might be a good one to listen to. Our last one, The Twyford Code, it was, was not hard. No. listen. It was good, but it wasn't easy to listen to because it was uh, it was a different a weird setup, yeah. yeah, of the book, which I loved, yeah. but um, yeah, so that's what it is, the house guest. Yeah, and and even if you hate reading, just come on and say hi, right? Oh, sorry, was my daughter Rachel. Um, I've read books constantly; they've been my only friend. My whole life. Thanks a lot, bitch. Yep. Um, and my daughter, who has witnessed her mother go to the library 400 times a week, as yep. I do, and always read a book. My daughter, I don't know if she's ever touched a book. Mm. I don't know if she ever, I don't know if she knows how to read. I'm assuming. I remember you saying this to me when she was in eighth grade. Yeah. Because she have, did read one book. She must have at some point. You know what it is. Look at the look oh, at her fucking yeah. wall. I know the yeah. She read the out the outsiders. She did love the outsiders. And actually, who, why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's the best book ever. Um, yeah. So she must know how to read. She does. All right, and she knows what stay gold means. Yes, she does. She was a she did love that book. Yes, and I thought maybe this will inspire her, like what books can do. No, it didn't. <laughs> sure didn't. She said, "Fuck you, books." <laughs> I don't care if my mom loves yeah. you. Fuck you. I was raised on books. My mother reading a book mm-hmm. nonstop. Mm-hmm. My mom read nonstop. Like my mom, my dad read all the time, 
Yeah. My sister, though, I, she's not a fan. Do you remember those alphabet murder books, like A yes. or whatever? Jamie laughs at me. I read to like okay. G or H. I remember my mom just yeah. like laying in her bed reading and like all those books were like A, B, C, D. Yes. She was reading like every single one of them in yeah. the 80s or whenever they came out. Yeah, it's about this. It's in the 80s or even late 70s, early 80s. And it's a female detective. And she lives in this cute little ocean town in California in a cute little, like, house What was her apartment. name? Like something Kinsey? Kinney. Yeah, Kinsey, Kinsey something. Yeah. yeah. God, that's um, so weird that I yeah. remember that because I don't think and I've read even one of them. And she is just kind of a kick-ass woman character. And they're easy reads. Yeah. And she's just like a super a strong, smart woman yeah. that's single. And she's been married like a bunch of times, I think, in the book. You know, I know. I was. Yeah. I, they're I mean, pretty good. Actually. I've loved books, yeah. too. I know. Forever. Well, of course. And your occupation. Yeah. Even, but you made it. Your job. Set, but n- both my girls don't like it. But Rory. He's a, like a fiend. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I got one third. Yeah. Of my kids. That's pretty good. I hooked them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Rory. What, we ended this with a real nerd alert nerd alert so um thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed if it was your first time go ahead and uh give us a rating and subscribe if you liked it please if it's your 180th time yeah you can you know just keep listening and share with your friends please um we would love to have you in our facebook group it's always the husband podcast group and again, we have book club every month. So if yeah. you want to join us, we would love to have you. It's the house guest this yeah. year, this month. This month. Yeah. So thanks. Thank you. We did better on this one. We did. It helped being story... sober. And the story <laughs> was better. The story yeah. made sense. There weren't yeah. too many cops in this one. No. Yeah. The FBI handled this one. They did. And they were nondescript cops yes. that didn't matter in the story. There was no mob ring. No mob ring. Too many names. We weren't in Gotham City. We were not. Yeah. No. We don't know what city we were in. No, we don't it know where it was. It wasn't Gotham City. <laughs> wasn't like the Patreon, Gotham. where everyone was evil. And if you want to listen to Patreon, uh, special access to Patreon, you can always go ahead and join our Patreon. You can find it on our link tree. Yes. On any of our socials, Facebook, um, Instagram, even Twitter. Yeah. Do or just it on the go Twitter? to Patreon and put in our podcast. Yeah. Or you can just go to Patreon.com yeah. and put in It's Always the Husband podcast. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Yeah.